Welcome to Friends in Prison. I'm Claire Aronson, and I have 29 friends in prison. You can find any kind of pen pal that you are looking for. If you're like me and you have some religious practices, maybe you want to find people who are very different from yourself so that you can learn about other faiths. Or maybe you want to find someone who is also Catholic, who is seeking a prayer partner, so that you can find strength in each other. Today, I want to introduce you to my friend Valerie, and uh, she lives in Texas. So I'm going to give her a bit of a Southern accent, even though I've never talked to Valerie on the phone. We started writing about a year ago, and I found her on, not a sponsor, writeaprisoner.com. Here's her profile. Hi, I'm Valerie. I'm hoping to meet people that are positive, outgoing, and looking for long-term friendships. I like to read, keep up on current events, do crosswords, and keep the mind sharp. I like to exercise, listen to the BBC, and work on furthering my education. I'm currently enrolled in seminary college. I try to uphold the beliefs and values of my faith. I am an energetic person, highly driven, and always trying to accomplish something. I love animals. I have owned horses. Uh, My favorite dog was an Italian greyhound. Their hyperness matches my own. My sweet dog and I were a great match. We ran together. I took her to hit golf balls, and as she exercised, I practiced on my swing. I'm an extremely athletic person. I try to maintain my physiology in this environment by exercise, meditation, and kinesthesia. I love music, especially alternative old rock and country. I'm looking for people who want to be a light and a beacon of hope in a dark place. I have some time to do, and I'm currently working on a sentence reduction with the hopes of drastically reducing my sentence. If my profile seems interesting, I will return all correspondence. I will honor the time that you have taken to reach out to me by responding to your letters. I hope this finds all who reads it well. I can't wait to hear from you. Valerie. It does say that Valerie is Catholic, is um, seeking legal help, and seeking prayer partners. So... I went ahead and wrote back to her saying, Hi, Valerie. I found your profile on writeaprisoner.com. I'm intrigued about your seminary classes. I'm also Catholic. I was looking for a pen pal, and I'm glad to see that you're also looking for a prayer partner. I can use all the help I can get. I'm a 40-year-old married mom of four. I take care of my parents and the kiddos. I cook and clean while I listen to podcasts. I have a Jack Russell Chihuahua mix dog named Mr. Spock. I wish I could go running with him, but he gets underfoot. He's super fast when I let him off his leash, but I can't run with him. I like to jog, but I'm not fast. I'm just proud of myself for moving my feet. I hope to hear back from you, Claire. And on the back, I added, Merry Christmas. Here's some Advent trivia. I'm going to try and pick out some difficult ones. None of that, what gifts did the wise man bring? A, how were the wise men warned not to go back to Herod? They were warned in a dream. Who couldn't talk until his son was born? Zechariah couldn't speak until John was born. And at the birth, Zechariah praised God. That's from Luke 1, 18 to 27 and verses 57 to 64. C, what does the pink candle on the Advent wreath mean? The pink candle represents joy and is lit on the third week of Advent. D. True or false? 
The Bible says that there were cows, sheep, and a donkey in the stable where Jesus was born. False. The Bible doesn't tell us about any animals in the stable. The prophet Isaiah wrote, the ox knows its owner and the donkey its master. So perhaps an ox and a donkey were nearby. Dear Claire, well, hello. Thank you for taking your time and writing me. I found your Advent trivia enlightening and I shared with a few who I thought would appreciate it. Please do not be too intrigued by my seminary classes. I've come to a point where Father Henry told me it was time that I do not do any more classes. It was a Protestant school. It is a Protestant school. So for the first five years, it was my lifeline. It kept me grounded. Well, two years, and then I had three years where I had so much access to my faith. I, I came to this unit, and it kept me focused on the Bible. There was so much I disagreed with. Also, so much me and Father Henry talked about. It was just recently, though, I was talking to him about a class, and I told him in my heart it was very tiring for me. I seemed to be like always trying to tell them what they were wrong about. Was this time wasted? Definitely not. Yet, I should have been more involved in my own faith. Yet, due to some issues that I have, it was and is still hard for me to attend. I was able to go last Sunday. I hope to be able to attend this weekend. I did the readings last week. I have wonderful dictation, Father Henry says. Also, I am loud. I'm very small, but extremely apt at being loud. Some officers will not let us use the restroom, and I have bladder problems. There's just no way around it. We go at about 2.45 p.m. All the dorms turn out to the chapel, and then we have count at 3.15, which normally does not clear to 4.30 or so. There are over 1,400 inmates in this prison, I would say 50 or less practicing Catholics come to Mass. I would love to be there. Even if I stop drinking at like 1 p.m. or before, I still have to use the restroom. It's partially physical, which I haven't had fixed, nor do I know why. I believe part of it is anxiety. I pray and I try to offer up my discomfort as a sacrifice for Mass. It can also be so humiliating. Some officers are just mean, saying no restroom use at all, and we can be there for up to two hours. We have confession after Mass, and then while confession is going on, we'll have some others watching some Catholic-based videos. RCIA is going on in another room. Deacon Ronnie and Volunteer Phil do this class. So, to you. You sound like you have a lot on your hands, a very busy woman. I put a few pictures of me and my Amelia included. Also of me and my stepdaughter. She's older now. I don't write her often. My husband, a couple of years ago, he just quit coming and then he moved. And this last time, this second time in my life that I've been abandoned, it has taken its toll. So I put myself up on the Write a Prisoner website. I've had a nice response of letters, primarily from Catholics. I'm so happy to write and create some friendships. I'm very excited and in prayer that we will become good friends. Your dog sounds very cute. I hope you share some pictures of you, your family, and the wonderful sounding dog. 
I like your description of you and your dog running. You sound like a very busy woman. Well, Claire, it is 11.45 p.m., and I will stay up late to listen to BBC. I just got finished listening to the Called to Communion on the EWTN station with Dr. David Anders. Do you ever listen to EWTN? It's the Catholic radio station. You can get the app. Well, I hope this letter finds you and yours in the most joyous of times, celebrating our Savior's birth. God bless you and keep you. I hope to hear from you soon. Valerie. Dear Valerie, Happy New Year! I have to tell you all the ways that we're alike. I am also very loud. When I was five, my parents and my school tested my hearing three times because I was so loud. They were sure that I couldn't hear. Now I know sign language and I volunteer as an interpreter and my sign name is the letter C coming away from my mouth like I'm shouting. My friend Sherry gave me my sign name because even the deaf know you're loud. You have to get your sign name from a deaf person. Also, I often question things in church and in my small Christian community. I think true believers question a lot. They really want to understand their faith and their scriptures. A few weeks ago, we heard a reading from Matthew chapter 8. Jesus tells his followers to leave everything and follow him. One man replies that he will follow later after he buries his father. But Jesus says, let the dead bury the dead. Another person wants to say goodbye to his mother. But again, Jesus admonishes him. What? <laughs> what about honoring your mother and father? Surely Jesus wants me to let my mother know where I am. Surely Jesus wants me to bury my father. The worst part of this story is... I sat in church with this puzzled slash disgusted look on my face. Then I left and I promptly forgot about it. I didn't discuss it. I didn't research some explanation. I didn't pray about it and reread the passage for myself. That week, my small Christian community, it's a group that does Bible studies and book clubs and service projects. We discussed the passage. This woman, Mary, said it was an urge for us to trust Jesus completely. We need to know that all will be taken care of. A follower must trust completely. Mary made reference to Abraham, totally trusting, willing to sacrifice his son Isaac. And then God told him his trust and his obedience was enough. He didn't need to sacrifice his son. Oh, suddenly it makes sense. We will always find excuses to delay following God. First, I have to clean my house. First, I should exercise. First, I should get some rest. Those are all good things. But when God calls, he promises to take care of all of those other things. I should definitely try EWTN. I never listen to Catholic radio. I have some prayer music on CD. I like the Newsboys We Believe. And I listen to some podcasts. There's a political one from Tom Woods. He's a libertarian. And there's the News Junkie. That's just a fun news broadcast, mostly. Right now, I'm at Chuck E. Cheese with the kids. Cassie is 14, Katie is 12, John is 11, and my youngest is 10. I played skee-ball and street hoops, gave them my tickets, and then found a booth where I could write to you. I want to stay up until midnight tomorrow and welcome in a new decade. I got sparklers and little firecrackers for the kids. I'm going to need a gallon of coffee to stay up that late. Okay, so did I tell you about Jada? I wanted to foster care this chocolate lab. 
A friend of mine volunteers with a rescue and told me about her. We introduced Jada and Mr. Spock outside. We walked them on leashes and Jada was so cool and friendly. Spock would growl a little bit. He's like 15 pounds and Jada is well over 100. We made our way to my backyard where Jada spotted Cassie's guinea pigs. Their names are Piggy and White Chocolate. She started barking and Mr. Spock went crazy. I like to think that he was trying to protect the guinea pigs and I had never before appreciated that he just ignores them. But maybe Spock just didn't like the other dog getting so excited. Later, Jada lunged at Katie's cat, whose name is Gabby Chilcat. So I returned her to the rescue. The good news is, of course, Jada got adopted. So here's a photo of me with a dog that I did not keep. I dyed my totally gray hair purple, so I can show that off too in this picture. Here's a shot of Mr. Spock. Okay, one more. This bunny visits our backyard. I named him Bucky, the Winter Soldier. Thank you so much for the card you sent. I'm using it for a bookmark. And I have to say, I'm so sorry to hear about your husband. I wish he'd had the strength to talk to you about his feelings. I hope that you can find peace and courage. I'm praying for you, especially for you to continue with creative solutions when you can't go to Mass. Obviously, I got more out of my small Christian community this week than I did out of Mass. Your friend, Claire. P.S. Did you make any resolutions? Keep my Sabbath holy as a sign between me and you to show I am the Lord your God. Ezekiel 2020. Other good New Year's verses, John 2020, Acts 2020, and 2 Chronicles 2020. Dear Claire, hi. Thank you for the Valenpals wishes. It was so nice and it arrived right on Valentine's Day. Mr. Spock is the cutest. So thank you so much. I went to Mass yesterday. I took the girl that I've been doing the afternoon prayer with. She's visually impaired and it made me realize I should feel grateful for the senses that I had. She's had a cornea transplant and from what I understand, it is not the first one as her body rejects them. Light is positively painful for her. I cannot imagine. Do you sacrifice or give anything up for Lent? I'm really contemplating giving up tea. I drink a ton of tea, maybe six bags a day. I always have a cup of tea. I like it. I really think that it will be one thing that would be a worthy sacrifice of self to honor Jesus' sacrifice. Well, that decision is made. Thank you. It's it's odd. We've had three amazing days of weather. Today, this cold front comes in, and let me tell you, I can feel every bone that I have ever broken. So, new rules as of March 1st. No greeting cards. Only paper that's white. No colored paper. Scented paper. Only 10 photos per envelope. If you're not on a person's visitation or offender-approved telephone list, then you cannot send e-coms or place funds in an inmate's trust fund. A lot of people have been extorting people, sending e-coms in others' names and also sending drugs, phone cards, and greeting cards. Mostly the men's unit, from what I understand, but everyone is affected. It is what it is, the nature of the beast. Disheartening. God bless you and keep you, my friend, and I thank you for your letters and your pictures. You are a blessing. Your sister in Christ, Valerie. Hi, Valerie. Well, I'm in the waiting room while my dad sees the doctor. I brought my notebook and pen so that I could write a few letters. I turned on my phone to get your address, and there I see my 11-year-old, John, has installed Happy Class 
on my phone. It's a silly game that only takes a second to play. There's a water pipe and a glass and some obstacles. You have to draw a line to guide the water or catch the glass if it's going to fall. Now I'm distracted. So if this letter is boring or if I sound scatterbrained, you can blame Happy Glass. What about you? Do you get to play games? Do you watch TV? I've been listening to some Catholic radio like you talked about. I was listening to this program that said a study showed very few Catholic adults understood the transconfiguration, but the radio host said he thought the number was much higher because even though people may not know the terminology, they understand on a spiritual level as evident by the solemn hush that falls over the parish when the bell rings and the epiclesis happens. Did I spell that right? I learned that word when I started teaching religious ed. I never noticed before, but this week I paid extra attention. Everyone, even the kids and babies quieted down. And I was thinking of you as I heard Philippians 1.6. I am confident of this, that the one who began a good work in you will continue to complete it. Paul accomplished so much and developed his faith to such a great extent while he was in prison. What else can I say? Oh, I got a little job working at a clothing shop at the Renaissance Fair. I'm working in trade for a beautiful dress that I can wear on Halloween or to some other Renaissance Fair. I can't imagine doing this all the time. These women travel all over and they camp out or they sleep in their cars. They set up from 8 till 10 in the morning. They work from 10 till 6 p.m. in a corset dress and little ballet slippers. Then they close up till 7 p.m. and either drive an hour to get home or they camp out. And there's only one chair for five employees. I don't take money, so I never sat down in, what is that, 11 hours? But the work is fun and really interesting. We put together outfits on mannequins, and if customers don't ask about specific mannequins, then we change those. It's like fishing with lures. Have a great day. Talk to you later, Claire. So, of course, you can find a multitude of things to talk about. If you go to church, I think it's wonderful that you can relay that type of inf information back and forth. And if you're Catholic, you know that you're going to be discussing the same readings every week. With the delay in getting a letter to somebody, you could look ahead and uh, try to plan for that. Um but I also have other friends of very different religions, even some that I had never heard of before. And so that is intriguing, too, to be able to go back and forth and find where your religions line up and where they really differ. And luckily for me, my pen pals have always had these types of discussions with great respect. So I hope that you find the same with your friends. Of course, I want to ask you to subscribe, leave a review, and as always... Find your own friends in prison.